0: hello and welcome to the layup today we're going to be wrapping up some free agency talk and start preparing for next season which will be a good one because of all the free agency moves draft picks Um, so we're going to go through how the nba is going to look next year with the playoff picture and how i think the other teams will stack up against each other next year so yeah a lot of things have happened So, let's just get right into it about the 2020 NBA playoff picture. So, we're going to start with the Western Conference. So, number one, I think this one was probably the most obvious one. It was the Clippers because they got Kawhi and they also got Paul George. And I think they're the favorites to win the West and maybe even the NBA Finals. The thing that separated them from every other team in the West was just their defense. They have three very, very high-caliber defenders in Patrick Beverley, Paul George, and Kawhi Leonard, and I think their defense will um, be a big key to them having playoff success. Um, I think Kawhi will score, and Paul George will have a contribute. a good amount scoring um, so I mean they have a really good roster the Clippers this year have a very good roster um, I, they had a very good offseason they got Kawhi they got um, Paul George and um, they still have Patrick Beverly they did have to give up some guys for Paul George but hopefully it will be worth it they had to get rid of um, shy just Alexander And they also had to get rid of Danilo Gallinari Just to get them, uh, Paul George So uh, Lou Williams is still with the team So nothing to worry about there With uh, Sweet Lou still there The rookie uh, Landry Schammett, um, Will be a second year Player this year And he should he's a really good shooter So he should contribute in a lot of different ways Um they just, they re-signed Avika Zubach, who uh, contributed very well for the Clippers, and he played really well for the Lakers, too, for the time that he played with them. So, uh, it's looking good for the Clippers right now. They, they still have Montres Harrell. Um, they got Terrence Mann and Cabangeli from Four State, both of them. They re-signed Jamichael Green and got Mo Harkless. So, they have a really good roster. They're not very deep. Um, but when you have Kawhi Leonard and Paul George, that's that's good for them. So uh I think the Clippers will be uh in ahead in ahead of the race for the uh NBA finals. Then number two in the West will be their partner, the Lakers, um, just because of how good um how good of an off season the Lakers had and they picked up a lot of key players, um, like the LeBron is going to do LeBron things, and I think that when it comes down to playoff time, it's whether well, you have LeBron or you don't have LeBron. So LeBron James is getting old, they're saying, slowing down, but LeBron James can show up at any time, so just to have him on your team in the playoffs, that's um, a good thing. Uh, They got Avery Bradley from Memphis. They still re-signed Contavious Caldwell-Pope. They got Quinn Cook, who's a really good scorer, the guy from Golden State. He filled in when Steph Curry was out last year. They still have Caruso. They signed DeMarcus Cousins. They got Anthony Davis, obviously, in the huge trade. They did lose some good, young, solid players in Josh Hart. Lonzo Ball and Brandon Ingram, but they they gave up what they had to to um, get get Anthony Davis. Uh, they got Troy Daniels, Jared Dudley signed with them, Daniel Green. So they have some good perimeter shooting. Kyle Kuzma's looking to take another step up. JaVale McGee came back, Rajon Rondo, Lance Stevenson. They got the guy from Gonzaga, Zach Norvell Jr. So the Lakers, I'm... I'm, I'm hoping they have a good year, good, good chemistry. Uh, Davis Davis, and LeBron already have great chemistry. They were shown at Summer League games. So it looks like they'll be a great pairing, great duo, and then add DeMarcus Cousins to that, and that's even better for them. So, um, But the West is so stacked, and you never really know. But at number three, I have the Nuggets just because of how consistently good they were last year, and they're only getting better. They had no key pickups um, in the off season. but it looks like Michael Porter Jr. won't be playing this year. So that's a little bit of a bummer for them. But they still have that really young core with Jamal Murray, Gary Harris. They still have Will Burton. They got Bull Bull in the draft. They got Jerry Grant just turning into a star, Paul Millsap's that veteran player, Mason Pumley. They got Jared Vanderbilt. So they have a really solid team, Monte Morris, Malik Beasley, Tory Craig, all of the all of those players are solid players. and they're just a really consistent, deep team that I think a lot of NBA analysts will. Um, not picked to win the West, but they're kind of that outside looking in of the two LA cities, but I think they'll be the, the top. It was kind of tough to choose between the Nuggets and the Jazz, but I finally decided that the Nuggets were very deep and they have a lot more chemistry. The Jazz haven't really played for a while together, which leads me to my next point, which is the fourth seed, which would be the Jazz, um, who traded for Mike Conley, um, Traded for Mike Conley, uh, picked up Boyan Bogdanovich in the off-season, um, and they just got a lot better. Um, Donovan Mitchell's gonna improve every year he plays. Um, they lost Ricky Rubio, unfortunately. Joe um, they still have. They still have um, so they they're not as deep as the. Nuggets, that's kind of what it came down to, but it looks like their starting five will be Conley, Mitchell, uh, Bogdanovich, Ingles, and then Gobert. They also lost Favors, so they didn't they didn't have a, a great offseason. They just got a couple pickups that were key. Um, I don't know if they're in the championship race. When they first got these guys, it looked like they would be. Then they lost Favors, then they lost Rubio, then the West got good again. So, I don't know if they're uh, in the discussion for for best uh, team in the West, but you never know what could happen. I mean, Utah always surprises us, but uh, then at number five, we have the Blazers, who always seem to kind of sneak, sneak their way into the playoff race. Um, uh, be, just because of how sneaky good they are, and how uh, good Damian Lillard is, and how underappreciated CJ McCollum is, but maybe they'll make a leap this year as a team. They didn't really make any uh, updates or anything. They did get Hassan Whiteside, um, so they they re-signed Rodney Hood. So they had a good off-season. They did get steal in the draft of Nasir Little, but Hassan Whiteside was a good pickup but I just don't know where he fits with Yusuf Nurkic. So maybe he comes off the bench. And they also got Mario Hazonia, Kent Bazemore. So they got a good, but they did lose Enes Um Unfortunately for them, they have a, they got a couple young players. They, Anthony Simmons had a very good summer league. So did Gary Trent Jr. Nasir Little, same for him. Um, Zach Collins will improve, so. We'll, we'll see, I mean, Trailblazers are always there, so, um, and, you know, maybe, um, maybe they'll get higher, just, I think Dame will have a big year, but I think it's not a big year, um, but, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how they play together because they've been the same team, basically the same core. For a couple of years now, so it might be time to switch it up if this doesn't work. Uh, if it doesn't work this year. My number six team is the Rockets. Um, they made that huge trade for Russell Westbrook. And many thought, okay, maybe they'll win the West. Um, they kept Capella. He was in a lot of trade talks. Um, they kept Eric Gordon. They kept Gerald Green. They kept P.J. Tucker, they kept Austin Rivers, they kept Amon Shumpert, they kept Harden, and now they have Westbrook. So, we're wondering where Westbrook fits in. I don't really see him fitting in with Harden. So, I put them in that sixth spot, kind of squeezing in, just because they're a talent. I don't think they fit well together. When James Harden and Russell Westbrook played together for OKC, James Harden was coming off the bench. Was he in his prime? No. He was a young player learning how to play. He was not half the player he is today. Not half the offensive scorer he is today. Not half the player who needs the ball. When he was in OKC, he did not need the ball. He was kind of off-the-ball player while Russ played on the ball. Now he kind of swaps. But Russ is still an on-the-ball player. They're both on-the-ball players. So I don't see this working in my mind. I think the Rockets have a good core. I think the Rockets have a good coach. I just don't see it working out. I just don't see Russell Westbrook and James Harden being able to mesh and build a championship contender, which they are right now, but we haven't seen them play a game together. So um, it'll be interesting to see who – how they – play together if they get anywhere if they get a higher playoff spot they go anywhere in the playoffs they're still a talented team so i'm ranking them at the lowest possible because they have a high ceiling i'm not giving a high ceiling cuz i don't know what they can do yet so yeah um number 7 i think this is the first year the warriors are not first year in about 4 years that the Warriors are not projected to win the West. Um, But their roster is still pretty good. So for this year, they'll have uh, Colley Stein they picked up. They picked up Alec Burks. They still have Green. They still have Curry. Obviously, Thompson's sitting out the year with the ACL. They still got McKinney. They got Kevon Looney. Sean Livingston's looking like he's going to go somewhere else. Um, They got Jordan Poole and... Um, Eric Pascal um, in the draft. They got D'Angelo Russell as a sign-and-trade for Kevin Durant. So, for them losing Kevin Durant, this was a pretty... Other than them losing Kevin Durant, it was a pretty decent offseason for them. Um, but the reason I have them so low is I don't see D'Angelo Russell and Steph Curry meshing very well. Um, Just because Russell had a very outstanding season, I don't see him having that same season with Golden State. Uh, I think if he stayed with Brooklyn in that same situation where he didn't really have the spotlight on him, they kind of just were there and he was scoring a lot. Now he has the spotlight on him. Um, He's in Golden State. They're seeing how he, if he plays well. Um, So it'll be interesting to see how D'Angelo and Steph Curry fit together. Um, but at number 8, this was a tough one who I should squeeze in at number 8. There was two in my head that I didn't know. But I ended up going with the Mavs um, because, just because of their um, core. And they're not as young as the other team that I was going to pick. Um, they got Luca, They got Chris Tabs. Um Tim Hardaway Jr is going to play well. Trey Burke. Um uh, hopefully Delon Wright will contribute off the bench. Dwight Powell, JJ Berea, Jalen Brunson, Trey Burke, Seth Curry, Courtney Lee, all of their players, Dorian Finney-Smith. They all contribute in a different way and I it'll be to see the mavericks having a good year it's going to look like they're going to have a good year and they may not make the playoffs but i see them making the playoffs as that eight seed not making it far in the playoffs probably losing first round but it would still be an accomplishment for them and then my number nine team is the kings uh i do i think the kings this would be the year of the kings but we might have to wait one more year just for them to make the playoffs just because of how young they are and just i don't know it just seemed better for the for me to put the Mavs instead of the kings but they have a pretty decent roster with De'Aaron Fox and Buddy Heal leading the way they did get Kyle Guy he looks like he's going to be a pleasant surprise they got they saw have Bogdanovich Bagley Barnes so it it's looking good for the Kings I just don't know if this is their year De'Aaron Fox will definitely improve all of their young guys are improving more and more every year and they got some veteran leadership on their team um, veteran leadership on their team like um, Corey Brewer Trevor Ariza Dwayne Deadman. so This could be the year of the Kings, uh, but it definitely depends, and I think it will come down to a race between the Mavs and the Kings for eighth place that will go on for a while. It'll be fun. But at number 10, I decided to do the New Orleans Pelicans, and the reason I put them that low, not making the playoffs, is because of Zion. I don't think Zion's going to be the player that they thought he was going to be. I just have that feeling that he's not going to be that player. But you never know, right? So, um, I he it could go either way. So they have a good young core. They got Jackson Hayes, Nikhil Alexander Walker. Um, they got Lonzo Ball. Ingram, Josh Hart, they picked up Derek Favors, Okafor, J.J. Reddick. So they have a good core, Drew Holiday. So even if Zion doesn't work out, they still uh, have a good young core. I think Zion will most likely work, but I don't see him being a star right away. I see him not averaging 25 and 10 every night. And people reacting as a disappointment, even though he'll still probably average about 18 and 10 every night. But the Pelicans, uh, since David Griffin became general manager, have been magnificent. I just made that word up. Magnificent. Well, that's a word now. They've been magnificent. Um, but now. And then at number 11 I have the Spurs. We have the Spurs at number 11. Um, I think a lot of people kind of forgot about the Spurs, but they're still a team. Um, I don't I have them here and I don't think they're going to make the playoffs for the first time, I think, in the Greg Popovich era. Um, but they they're just there's not, there's not getting getting better. Uh, they didn't have any Good pickups. Lonnie Walker looks like he's going to do well. Derek White, um, that rookie Luka Um DeJounte Murray, Keldon Johnson, Forbes, Bellinelli, Aldridge. So they have a good core. DeRozan, but I just don't see this team in the stacked West getting a playoff spot. Um, even though they're a great team, I still don't see them with the Clippers, and the Lakers, and the Jazz, and the Nuggets, I still don't see them getting a playoff spot, um, but it's Greg Popovich, so anything can really happen with Greg Popovich because of how good of a coach he is, um, but it might be the end of the Spurs era, um, they lost Kawhi, and Mark Solter just slowed down, DeMar DeRozan was Toronto Um, well now we're going to look at the number 12 team the Memphis Grizzlies I have them here because I didn't think they would make the playoffs because they're a young team but I think they'll be higher than a couple other teams in the West because they got John Morant Sharon Jackson Jr they got Josh Jackson in trade, Grayson Allen Dylan Brooks they got Brandon Clark Jay Crowder. So they have a lot of young players. They still got... They got Dwight Howard, but they're expected to waive him. They signed Tyus Jones, and I think Andre Godala will be a great pickup leadership, veteran leadership. But Jaron Jackson will hopefully develop better, and maybe Jonas Valanciunas can be a better leader, better center. Um, And then at number 13, we have the Oklahoma City Thunder. After the Westbrook trade and the Paul George trade, it looks, like, it looks like everything's over for the Thunder. But they said they don't really have any intention of trading Chris Paul. But what's Chris Paul going to do with the roster that they have? They don't have a good roster. I mean, their best player that's not named Chris Paul is Dennis Schroeder. And they're not gonna do. They're not going anywhere. They should just rebuild with the good players they have um, and the young guys like Shea Gilders Alexander. Um, yeah, they really don't have much of a team anymore. Um, so they still have Stephen Adams, um, but other than that, most of their team is gone. And I don't really see Chris Paul playing for OKC. Um, And if he does, I don't see him playing well. Um, So, yeah. So, at number 14, the Timberwolves. I think a lot of people forgot about the Timberwolves. They kind of disappeared. I think with Andrew Wiggins disappearing they're not really going anywhere with just Carl Anthony Towns so they're really not going anywhere um, I mean with the roster they have they don't uh, they don't it's gonna make a lost, but you never know Carl Anthony Towns can carry them maybe um, they got Jarrett Culver they got some good pickups in the offseason Jordan Bell um, they got the young guy, Josh Akogi, um, Jeff Teague. They still have um, Kat and Andrew Wagan. So they, it, they're they not a horrible team. I just don't see them any higher. Um, you can't put them at 15th because that spot belongs to the Suns, who just, like, I don't even know what they're doing anymore. they uh I don't even know what they're doing anymore. Um, but they drafted DeAndre Ayton, which probably wasn't the best pick for them. He's a he's a great player. But they had the number one pick. could have drafted Look up could have drafted him by Young. Um, Jaron Jackson Jr. They could have drafted someone different. DeAndre Ayton looked like he was going to be better. They got Ty Jerome and Cam Johnson from um, the draft. They just signed Kyle Korver. They still have Ubre and Ricky Rubio. They got Dario Saric, Tyler Johnson. They got Jimmer Fredette. Um, They got Aaron Baines too. They still have Michael Bridges, Jamal Crawford, and then Devin Booker. Um, Devin Booker. Hopefully he'll make a leap. But it doesn't look to me like the Suns are gonna be able to do anything um, this year. Well, that's it for your West Conference. Um, and I see the Clippers coming out of the West alive. Even though the Lakers have LeBron. I see a good Western Conference finals matchup. Alright, let's go to the East. So number one in the East, I have the Milwaukee Bucks. Just because of Giannis, honest. Um, and... They're the best team in the East. Uh, That's it, Uh, they have the best team. They have Brook Lopez, um, Giannis, fortunately lost Brogdon, but they still have Middleton and Bledsoe, still have Muratich, Wesley Matthews. So they still have a a very, very talented team. And I see Giannis becoming an even better player. I know that's scary. To think about, but um, I see him improving and the Bucks improving a little more. Um, They got a little more shooting with Wesley Matthews, Um, so I think when it 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 just comes down to who has Giannis and who doesn't. So I'm not saying they're gonna win the East, but I'm saying they're gonna have the best record in the East. Uh, Number two. Will be the Philadelphia 76ers. Um, they made some big moves in this offseason. They signed Tobias Harris to a five year contract. Um, they stopped Joel Embiid. They gave Ben Simmons a the super max. They traded for Josh Richardson. Um, they traded Jimmy Butler. They got Al Horford. So they have a really, they have a really good team, better team, and. I think they'll be the second best team in the league. Excuse me, conference, and they'll um, I, they'll have a chance to beat um, maybe possibly beat Milwaukee, um, and I th- I th- yeah they have a, they have a good team so uh, picking up Al Horford was key. Um, Signing Tobias Harris. I don't know if that was the best move, just because Tobias hasn't really proven anything to the Sixers. Uh, He did some things in the playoffs, but I don't know if he deserved that contract. Um, Number three in the Eastern Conference, I think, will be the Boston Celtics because of their roster and what they did in the offseason. They lost Kyrie. They lose Al Horford. They get Kemba. They get Ennis Cantor. They get Carson Edwards, Romeo Langford, Grant Williams, and Tremont Waters, and Taco Fall. And they keep Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown away from trade talks. They still have Gordon Hayward. They still have Marcus Smart. They still have some of their young guys. So, look for the Celtics to be a good team, as a surprise team, that not many people are expecting to go that far anywhere. Um, so, there'll be a surprise team. Just They still have Kemba Walker. I think he'll do a lot of good things. Jason Tatum will improve. Jalen Brown will improve. Um, number four will be the Nets. I put them a little lower just because of... Durant's injury, um, Kyrie will still carry the team, um, and they still have DeAndre Jordan, so, uh, I just don't see this year being their year to shine, so, uh, they, they'll be fourth, I think, or around there, um, they're not gonna be the number one seed this year, but, I think, they'll be good enough, but, not as good as, they'll be better on that, um, when they get back KD. Number five is the Heat, who traded for Jimmy Butler. They lost Hassan Whiteside, Um, but now they have a better team to me. Um, They still have um, Goran Dragic. They got Tyler Hero. Bam Adebayo is their clear center. Um, They still have James Johnson. Dion waiters justice Winslow Kelly Olinick. um I put them a little I put them at five because I feel like they're still gonna make a run for Chris Paul um, so I'm thinking that they will make a run for Chris Paul and they'll be the five seeds so he kind of attracted Jimmy Butler this year so he'll be taking his talents to Miami Um, then, number six will be the Pacers. Uh, I'm hoping Victor Oladipo's back in time to play. Um, he got hurt last year. Uh, they picked up Malcolm Brogdon. They got Jeremy Lamb. Um, they still have the up to bonus. Miles Turner. They lost Darren Collinson to retirement. They lost Bogdan Bogdanovich. Or Boyan Bogdanovich. Uh, so, they lost some of their starters. But. I don't know if they improved, but they definitely made up for their losses with some of their gains. So maybe the Pacers will be a good team this year. They're not going to be the best team, but they'll be a team to look out for. They'll be a scary team. Victor Oladipo will do some things. Number seven is The Magic, uh, who made the playoffs last year. So uh, if some of you guys are surprised that I have them this high. They made the playoffs last year. Um, and they have a good roster. They didn't really improve. They signed Vujovic to a max deal. Uh, they kept Terrence Ross. Uh, so they kept most of their team. They still have Gordon, uh, Evan Fournier, Mo Bomba, DJ Augustine. Hopefully, Mo Bomba will show what he actually has. Didn't have a great rookie season, but the Magic are starting to head in the right direction. Um, now and maybe they'll make some noise in the playoffs. Number eight, the last playoff spot will probably be um, the Detroit Pistons because of they got them pickups. They got Derrick Rose, Tony Snell, and they also got Marquise Morris. Um, they got Seiko Deombo and Jordan Bone in the draft. They still have Andre Drummond and Blake Griffin and Reggie Jackson who have a lot of room to um, improve and they I've feeling they're going to have a good season all of them. All right, so the Raptors I have it number 10. I mean 9. I have the Raptors at number 9. They had they had some tough losses. Um this off season but they're not making the playoffs this year. They still have a good core though. They still have Gasol. Um, they're fresh off the championship. Of the is a rising star. Fran Fleet is a very good player. Lowry, Serge Baca, OG Ananobi is growing into a good player. Um, and maybe they'll be a surprise team and make the playoffs. I don't count on it, but they could. Number 11, and no, number 10 is the injured, banged up Wizards. But John Wall looks like he'll be out for a little bit of this year, maybe all of it. They got Isaiah Thomas. They got Admiral Schofield. And, um, they got Admiral Schofield and Rue Hachimura in the draft. They got C.J. Miles, they got Moritz Wagner, Ish Smith, so they didn't improve that much, but it just looks like Bradley Beal will be carrying the team this year, and hopefully no one else on the Wizards gets injured, because they've already had a lot of injuries. Number 12, I have the, no, number 11, Alright, no, number 10, I have the, wait, no, number 11 was actually the number 10 was actually the hawks i had as the hawks and then number 11 is the Wizards. so i have number 10 is the hawks because i think trey young and john collins will grow up fast and cam reddish and deandre hunter will relish in their new roles as rookies so and then number 12 is the bulls um because they have a good young core um Zach Levine is um, improving. They got out of order, Jr. Larry Markins is really good. Kobe White will be really fast and quick for them. They Chris Dunn, Chandler Hutchinson, um, Wendell Carter, Jr. So they have a really young team as well um, f- for them to all um, try and develop as a team. And the Hornets, like, didn't really have a good off season. Uh So, I put them at 13 because they really don't have any players. Um, their best player right now, um, their best player is Terry that So, they're not really going to go anywhere, in my opinion. But, maybe they'll improve. Maybe Miles Bridges will improve and P.J. Washington will develop. So, it'll be... We'll see where the Hornets go from here if they try and trade for someone. They should have traded Kemba Walker a while ago. Um, but number 14, the Knicks. Um, it wasn't the worst off season, Um, but for what the Knicks were expecting, it was a bad one. But it, they still got some good pickups, so I think they'll be 14th. Um, they got Julius Randle. Uh, so they didn't get Zion, but they kind of got a Zion. Uh, lefty. Very powerful. I got a lot of the same player. We got Marcus Morris, Ray Bullock, They picked up Bobby Portis, Julius Randle, like I said, and They still have all those young guys uh, Dennis Jr., Alonzo Trier, Moudier, Nila Kina, they picked up Alfred Payton, Todd Gibson, they got RJ Barrett in the draft. So, maybe the Knicks won't be the worst team in the NBA this year. Maybe they'll make a, a leap from last year, 17 and 65. Maybe they'll win more than 17 games, and hopefully R.J. Barrett will develop into a good player. And then number 15 will be the Cavs. The reason it's the Cavs is because they haven't really done anything over the offseason. They kind of just kept their team. But the team off Kevin Porter Jr., and Darius Garland, they also got Dylan Windler, But they're, they have a young team. I just don't know if it's really going to work. So maybe Darius Garland will be a good player. But I just don't think Kevin Love is a great star on that Cavs team. But we'll see how the NBA season goes and if my predictions are right. Thank you for listening.